Welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the First Things First podcast. We've taken a little bit of a break for the summer, and so I know that you guys have probably been like super missing the sound of my voice, and you would be like, oh my gosh. I can't get my podcast fix in, and so and so you're ready for us to come back. And so what we're, we're doing is we're just jumping in to our normally scheduled summer break, uh, because right now what we're planning and, and scheduling and recording episodes for that will start in August, in the fall, when we kick off our new season. But we decided to jump in and, uh, and talk, uh, spend two weeks just talking about our recent mission trip to Belize. So um, very recently, uh, we, uh, a group of 27 of us, went on a trip to Belize, and we were doing a bunch of, uh, a bunch of work in Belize, and uh, two of my friends who are here with me in the studio today went with us. And, uh, and so they're here this week, and then we're going to have another couple in next week that are going to talk about, about Belize, just to kind of give you a taste of what we did to report a little bit on our mission trip experience, okay? Um, so my two friends who are here with me today are Rayleigh Perkins and Addie Pitts. They uh, went with us on the, on the trip. Both of them are about to be seniors in high school. And so essentially, uh, essentially next year, they're going to be the bosses of Shallow Water <laughs> High School. Uh, pretty much, pretty much everyone will answer to them. Is that right? Is that yes? Is that a fair of description course, of how yes. it's going to work? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so, but they're about to be seniors. Both outstanding young women uh, have been really engaged and involved in our church for a while. So, uh, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you. So, Rayleigh, we're going to start with you. What does our podcast audience that consists of just tens and tens of people. Uh, what does our podcast audience need to know about Rayleigh? Okay, well, I am turning 17 soon. I'm, How soon? Ooh, when's your birthday? Oh, August 15th. What? That is soon. Like huh? the day before senior year. It's yeah, crazy. awesome, awesome. So you're just a little baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're like a year younger than everybody else. Oh, yeah. yeah. So my daughter, Sadie, her birthday is August the, um, 25th. So she's in the same boat. Like she will turn 15 after her sophomore year starts, mm-hmm. like after she's been in school for a week. So same way. All right. So is that, is that a bummer? No. Yeah. It makes me feel cool. But it wasn't weird though. Like when you, like when everyone else was 16 and you still weren't 16 until right before your sophomore year. I mean a little bit. I feel like yeah. nobody believed me for a while, honestly. <laughs> well, cause you're really tall. People don't, you, you know, you know what I mean? I, I bet they did wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have two older brothers and a baby brother. Oh. I <laughs> I moved to Shotwater in sixth grade, so this is my sixth or seventh year here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And okay, you play basketball. Oh yes, I play basketball. <laughs> play basketball. I played volleyball for a while. Um, senior year, I'm not gonna take that on, but I am gonna try on cross country. Oh. For something new. <laughs> Okay. Don't okay. laugh like <laughs> okay. I can't wait. Uh, that's gonna be gonna amazing. You know, I just thought I'd try out cross country. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. Okay, so we need to talk after the first couple of workouts there. But here's the thing: when basketball season rolls around, you're gonna be fit. Oh, I'll be balling. For yes, sure. yeah, you'll be ready to go. Okay, all right. So that's Rayleigh. All right. Uh, also joining us, Addie Pitts. 
So tell everybody what they need to know about you. What's the essential Addie? She does. You podcast listeners, you can't see this, but Addie has on some amazing shoes right now. They're they are legit. So, uh, but we don't have to talk about that. But you need to tell everybody about you. What does everybody need to know about you? Um, I just turned seventeen while we were in Belize, yeah. and um, I have an older brother, and he just turned nineteen. Yeah. And my mom and my dad. Yeah. And yeah, and I play basketball. Yes. And I also uh, am not playing volleyball my senior year. Right. But I'm going to do cross country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is going to be Why so is it funny? Fun. Uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't want to spoil the surprise. So uh, that's going to be good. I just don't. Here's my thing. I don't. Some people run for fun. I don't understand it. Me neither. Because I look at people when they're running, and they they never look like they're having a good time. They always look like someone shoot me in the head right now. That's what their faces look like. So anyway, so anyway, so when I hear people say, "I just decided to try cross country," I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome." Yeah. So, but the reason I feel like the reason both of you are running. It's so that really so that when basketball season gets here, you're like conditioning your step ahead. Is that is that mm-hmm. fair? Yeah, yeah, and just so we're not not doing something. Yeah, like not doing anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. During that season. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you'll still be practicing basketball during mm-hmm. that season too. Mm-hmm. Though. But I know, but you're keeping like yourself extra. in shape. Yeah, yeah extra I hear work. what you're saying. Yeah, because there's a normal amount of work. Not enough for no. you two. Never. No, you're not going to get any better. No, no. It's, you, if you're going to conquer, <laughs> you know, challenge you, yourself. You've got right. to overcome. You got to push, right? You got to push yourself. Okay. All right. Good. Well, uh, we could just joke around all day, uh, uh, but so, but listen, Air Jordans, like Nike, <laughs> they're they're super fly. They're red, and then is it orange on them? Is that right? It's like uh, pink. It's like yellow, and uh, let me look at them. <laughs> they're like yellow. And pink and white. But they're like like old school, like Air Jordans from like whenever I was growing up. They're, and they're they're tight. They're so clean, I just want to yeah. say, yeah, they're clean. They they're glow. drippy. Ooh. Oh, they're no drippy. cap. No, no cap. cap. <laughs> <laughs> they're drippy, no cap. I just kept them. My sticker. Oh, I have a sticker for you. Oh, you do? Okay. I bought one for you. So this is another inside joke. But, but uh, Rayleigh and Addie, uh, all of you who are listening, they have been trying to teach me about uh, slang, teenage <laughs> Uh, slang and so I've been learning I feel like I'm making progress no cap yeah. I feel like I'm really making a lot of progress on that uh, other people listen to me talking they're super jelly because jelly. Uh, because I'm so good at it you're a boss queen yeah, boss <laughs> you queen. slay I slay that's right okay so uh, but what what we what I've asked you guys to come in is not Addie's shoes as amazing as they are <laughs> they um, glow in the dark they just, sorry <laughs> good lord that's so cool okay all right, we're not talking about Addie's shoes. Uh, we actually are here to talk about our mission trip to Belize. So we uh, we left June the third, and we were gone June the third to June the tenth, and we were in Belize. We were doing a a, a, a lot of, of of work. And let me just kind of maybe I'll summarize some of the stuff that we're doing. You guys jump in, okay? Okay. Uh, so, but but the main focus of our work was to work on. Uh, we were working in the Valley of Peace, which is a community that consists of mainly refugees from El Salvador. And so uh, particularly the, the, the older generation of refugees from El Salvador, they left their families behind in El Salvador. Many of their families were, you know, were killed or murdered. And so they don't have any family. 
And some of that older generation is getting to where they're having a lot of health issues and the community struggles to take care of them because it's so hard for you guys to understand if you're listening, like where they live is the jungle. Like it's a village that's just kind of cut out of the jungle. And some of these folks live kind of out in the, and, and it's just, it's hard to take care of them. So they're building a senior center for folks. And we actually met a guy. Um, do, you get, do you guys remember what his name was? I can't remember his name. It, didn't it start with like an R? Yeah, the 82 year old yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know. oh that guy oh yeah. i thought you were talking about the one that helped us build no 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 his no. family's from el salvador too yes they are they totally are but uh but the guy that we met who's probably gonna have to live in there mm-hmm. um he's he's 82 years old he doesn't have any income no no way to work you know um he's he lives in a house that's basically it looked like just some piled up driftwood you know what i mean yeah. like, like a just shack. a shack mm-hmm. at one room kind of shack and but he's getting kicked off his land. The only way that he the way that he eats and everything, he's got mango trees and stuff that are that grow right there on his little plot. But he's getting kicked off the land and he's nowhere to go. And so this senior center will be for guys like him, people like him. And so anyway, so that's that's what we were working on construction, like stacking cinder blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to do some other cool things, but we'll talk about that as we get into it. But uh, but um, but that was the kind of the focus of our work while we were there is trying to help finish that. So, uh, and it was hot, <laughs> y'all. It's hot today, but nothing like... Different. No, yeah. it's a different kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, the heat index was over 110 degrees all the days that we were working. But, um, but we accomplished a lot. We did a lot of good work. So. so let me ask you guys this. Let's start with this. What was it that made you decide that you wanted to go? Like, how did the Holy Spirit work on your heart to lead you to go on this mission trip? You know what I mean? And, and and maybe what was it that you were kind of expecting uh, on the trip? Like, you know, you, you wanted to go, and what, what did you think was going to happen? What were you going to get out of it? That kind of stuff. So let's start with you, Addie, since we started radio last time. Let's start with you this time. Well, I went on the uh, first That's mission right. trip to Puerto Rico, and yeah. I just love to see how, like, different everybody lives. Mm. And, like, just it's not like um, they have all the same things we do here. And it was just cool to see how, like, you can help somebody by just smiling at them. Right. And yeah. it just moved me to want to help more people. Mm-hmm. And that I just, I always want to serve. Like, that's what God has. Like, I feel that's my plan is to help others and yeah. just move in their lives and show them God and, like, how he can show them what, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his love can change yes. us totally, right? From the inside out, completely. Yeah, that's good. So that's kind of you. You had had this experience before, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of you wanted to do it again, mm-hmm. essentially. Is that right? Yes. Okay. All right. What about you, Rayleigh? What What was it that made you think, man? This I need to do this. Well, it started off, you know, like I'm 16, so I'm just kind of like, oh, bleats, you know, like my first plane yeah. trip, like going yeah. out of the country. That was your first plane trip? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and so like just all excitement at first. And mm-hmm. then really as we started having our like before meetings that mm-hmm. we went to, like I really started to just hear God like you were going to make a difference there and you were going to do lo- the Lord's work and you're going to be able to see like all of these different cultures and mm. like different, like, like Addie said, the different ways that people live and right. thrive and so like that just that has always interests me like just like different cultures i guess mm-hmm. and so i was really 
as I, we started those meetings, I was just getting, like, I could feel the Lord's, like, presence and words, and I was just, re- like, I was ready to get on the plane yeah. as soon as that first meeting came up, like, yeah. clicked. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So, um, so expectations, you know, uh, what, what, what did you imagine that you were going to be experiencing while you are in Belize? Like, and, and maybe how was that different, or how was it? How did it fulfill kind of what your expectations were? And we'll start with you this time, really. Uh, I kind of expected, I mean, even before we went, y'all said it's a jungle, and I still didn't expect right. that much of a jungle, honestly. <laughs> um, I didn't expect to be sweating so much at 7 o'clock in the morning, but yeah. it was good work, and um, we still had our own fun ways with it. Mm-hmm. Um, just having so many, like, people with the Lord's, like, spirit in them, like, just brightened up the whole place, no matter how hard we were working or um, how difficult the times were. And so, like, the expectations just blew it out of the water, honestly. Um, Like, being there was so different than trying to imagine it. Like, Mm. I feel like you can't even. uh, And, like, I had no idea what Belize even looked like. So I really just kind of imagined a poor community, like, being served um it wasn't really i didn't really imagine as big as the valley of peace was right i kind of expected it to be smaller or even closer to like the water Uh uh-huh um yeah because it's not close to the water at all like uh -uh. it's inland in the jungle yeah Yeah, made it a little harder (laughs) yeah 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 but no like it blew it blew it out for sure yeah you know the 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 where we were working that you know it's it's such a unique area, but it's about the size of shallow water. Like the the mm-hmm. the popu- That's what I found really interesting. The population there's about the size of our town, and yet, man, the difference is like you, can, <laughs> you know, there's just a stark difference mm-hmm. in, in 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 a lot of ways. You know, in the the you know anyway. So, yeah, we'll, I'm going to come back to that. But but yeah, you're you're you're. I think you're you're saying that you kind of imagine like a little tiny little village. You mm-hmm. know. And it was a little bigger than that. There's like three thousand people that live there, you know. But, yeah. um, but, uh, but yeah. So it, it it was a little different than that expectation for sure. What about you? Expectations that you had. What about the trip? Kind of fulfilled them, and what you know? What about the trip was different from what you expected? I expected like when y'all said jungle, I it was expecting like a bunch of monkeys be swinging around like <laughs> where we were staying. <laughs> Honestly, I wanted them to be because I, I wanted know, to see monkeys. Too. Yeah, like, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Like one to jump on Sandy, that would have been amazing. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's what I was expecting. That but. would have been the greatest <laughs> day ever. Yeah, but um, I, I was, I was really expecting just n- not to see as many people, like, and just to only see like a couple of people, like the people we were around, kind of helping, not as many yeah. like out, um, just out and about doing whatever they were doing and um like what surprised me was when we were working how happy everybody was like and nobody was complaining nobody was like oh this sucks like i don't want to be here anymore like everybody had a good attitude and everybody was helping everybody getting everybody wanted to do another job after another not wanting to just sit down and rest like yeah yeah that made that really blew my mind that people were willing to work that hard and for the Lord and it just I that really blew my mind about that. But I like Rayleigh said, I was just expecting a really small town. Yeah. Not many people at right. all. But 
there was a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's interesting you brought this up too because, like, when we went to Puerto Rico, one of the things that I didn't, I wasn't crazy about on that trip was we didn't hardly hang out with any <clears throat> Puerto Rican people. No. You know, it was mainly just other people who were on the mission trip. You know, and there <laughs> were just a couple of folks that we got to hang out with. But this time, we really did have some times where we got to hang out with a lot of other folks, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and meet some other people, and and. Um, and kind of even build some relationships. So you're right. Like I thought yeah. this was this trip was way better in that regard, mm-hmm. and, and and is good kind of going forward with the work that we're going to do in Belize for sure. Yes. So, um, okay. So let's just. Uh, uh, oh, let me come back to this uh, differences between because this is a community the same size as shallow water, you know. So, um, but in a lot of ways, really different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are some ways that you believe that you know? that the Valley of Peace is different than than our town? And what are some ways where there's some similarities? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, something I noticed, like, there's always kids riding bikes around town in Shellwater. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's bikes everywhere in the Valley of Peace. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference there, though, like, there'd be a whole family of, like, four or five on one bike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> With that, their food. On that the was insane. Yeah. <laughs> In their little school uniforms, like it was cute. Yeah, yeah. The balance was incredible. <laughs> the, yeah. the bike riding, uh, some of it was for fun and to hang out, but but some of it is that's their mode of transportation. Yes. You know. So yeah, yeah. Keep going. What are some other things that you thought were different, similar? Like, what struck you? Uh, oh wait. Yeah. Go ahead, Adam. Okay. What do you got? Um, like how Chapito, he was when he was driving us around, he'd tell us like. Um, there's not really like a rich and a poor. It's like poor and really poor. Or yes, like, right. And that it's like so much different from Shellwater because like there's a not like a rich side, but there's like bigger houses right towards I don't know yeah, yeah. what way. But I, there's a division yeah. in the town. Like you get, I mean, there's there there's there are more wealthy people, and then there's some people who who don't have much money at all. Yeah, yeah. and there's like yeah. a line like in between Shawwater, like you could drive through it right. and like you could see the difference yes. of each side. And Yeah. Um, but still like the kids still riding the bikes, like everything. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's just a lot of walking. Well, there's more walking and more bike riding and less, you'll see less cars moving in yeah. Belize than here. Yeah, so uh, this is interesting. For those of you listening to the podcast, we we kind of did a fig- we figured this out a little bit. The gas cost over there, <laughs> it was like uh, the equivalent well, of like six or seven dollars a gallon. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, no, no, it was tw- it was 12, twelve, twelve or thirteen dollars a gallon Belizean dollars, which would have been like between six and seven American dollars a gallon. But minimum wage in Belize is like. Two dollars and fifty cents. So, so what? What? What we figured it out is it would take a, a working person three hours to earn enough money to buy one gallon of gas. So if you if you did the equivalent of that in American dollars, you know that the for us minimum wage is seven twenty five. Yeah, seven twenty five. And if a if a if a person working minimum wage had to work three hours for one, that would mean that gas costs twenty one dollars. So gas. Gas is the equivalent, like for us, it's the equivalent of $20 a gallon is what they pay, which is why people don't, you know, they can't afford, unless unless you've got a lot of money, you can't afford to even put gas in your car, much less afford to buy a car. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of motorcycles, a lot of bicycles and stuff like that. So, um, okay, that's good. That's good. So um, let's just talk about, um, 
unless you guys have any else that you want to say about that. Uh, oh, oh, I know. I wanted to say something. So uh, there's a lot of differences, like in the way most people live, right? There, uh, no one had air conditioning. Most of the houses didn't have a floor; they had dirt floors. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, you know, there. The, it was a pretty big difference, you know, in that respect. You know, from from the way we live to the way folks there live. Um, but but there was also this really I- interesting sense of community that I feel like sometimes you know we don't have and. Mm-hmm. And you could see people hanging out, and you could see people, you know, doing stuff together. And you could see kids walking together to school, you know, because everybody had to walk or ride a bike or something, you know. So, and you could see, uh, and different members of the community, leaders in the community, came and helped us actually in the building project, you know. So there was this real kind of defined sense of community that I thought was really interesting and cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, but in a lot of ways, you know, it, there were there were a lot of similarities, you know, too. Mm-hmm. So okay, uh, so let's talk about. What um, what did what did you really where did you really see God at work when we were in Belize? Like, where was there a moment, or was there? It may not necessarily be a moment, but it may be like an aspect of the trip. But what where did you really see God moving or at work while we were while we were in Belize? I would say at the orphanage that we were yeah. blessed to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, when we went there, there was probably around twenty kids there. Mm-hmm. There was, I think, they said there was more at school during yes. the time. Yeah. Um, but even the ones that like you look at them and you can tell they're not related, they would call each other brother and sister. Mm, yeah. And, um, they just, they all got along pretty well and they all, they asked us to play volleyball. So we had fun with that and like just seeing, uh, like you can tell God takes care of them. there. like, they're blessed to have what they have there. Yeah. Um, and you like, you can notice like being there with those kids, like they were, astonished with our apple watches oh, yeah. that we just think is like an everyday a normal like, thing yeah. yeah in our sunglasses so. yeah yes. they thought and those like, were incredible <laughs> our yeah. makeup even yeah like, the little girls were like oh your makeup is so pretty yeah but, like anna and uh-huh yeah. well yeah i mean and you know the other thing about those those kids in that home right there they have been removed from homes where they, where they were being abused or where they were neglected or where they were abandoned mm-hmm. you know um and so uh, so a lot of those kids have seen some hard, hard stuff in their short lives. You know, mm-hmm. when when I was there at the orphanage, like what I pick up on is that because the way those those kids interacted with with ladies, mm-hmm. the difference between the way they interacted with ladies and the way they interacted with guys was pretty stark. You know, mm-hmm. yes. Um, and and it's because they've a lot of them have experienced abuse at the hands of men, and yeah. so um, and so there was a real you know the walls were up you know whenever I was around. But when they started hanging out with you guys, it was like, you know, a totally different story. It was really, really cool to see. So that's that's where you really felt like the Lord was moving and working in your heart as you were as you were engaging with those kids. Huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Addie? Where was it for you? Or what was it for you? Well, so uh, you probably know I don't like to talk in front of people, like, at all. I know. That's <laughs> weird. Yeah. Like, in, in front of big groups of people. Yes. But, um it really like spoke to me when we were in like our little like after dinner kind of yeah. meetings kind of and it was just like he was tugging on my heart to like speak in front of people like mm-hmm. talk and actually share some like anything like it right. could have been something dumb but like just to share anything or just even in the van like when we had all these conversations like Anna was talking to us about how our attitude should reflect Christ and how um anytime we speak it should be 
representing Christ. Like, right. And those kind of moments just, they like really pushed me to want to talk more and more in front of people. And like when we had to do our three questions, like our mm. significant person, significant event, and childhood memory, like it's so like those three, sim- they're just simple questions, but it like takes a lot out of me to actually share them. Yes. And I felt like it really helped when like he was tugging on my heart just to say it, just tell everybody and i did cry in front of people but (laughs) it's definitely worth it (laughs) yeah yeah that's a you know it's amazing how i mean that's a that's speaking in front of people is a fear that a lot of people have Mm -hmm. you know and uh and it was cool to see the lord kind of you know showing you hey you can do this you know and Mm -hmm. there's also something beautiful about like when you get a group of people together and you're experiencing all these things together the lord kind of binds your hearts together in these cool ways and so and you're sharing these things about yourself with other people that you don't typically go around sharing with people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and uh and it's really beautiful really cool that's one of my favorite things about that part where god takes this group of people who are really different Mm -hmm. from all different kinds of walks of life and everything and he just brings them together you know uh that is a that is a way that i love to see the lord at work on a mission trip you know and he definitely was working that way on this trip like yes. that we got all got to be really close with each other mm-hmm. you know and, which i think is just super cool mm-hmm. that that's probably the way that i saw the lord at work the most was just really binding our our group together so mm-hmm. talk about a talk about um maybe an experience that you that you had while we were in belize that just really stood out to you that was powerful i know you mentioned the the uh, the orphanage, but Addie, was there like an experience that that we that we had in Belize that just really stand out of you? That was impactful, meaningful for you. What well, what was one of the things that we did or that we experienced that really meant something to you? Like when we went to the school before the orphanage, right? Yeah, all those kids that even though it was like a hundred something outside, <laughs> they still wanted to run around and play tag and play soccer right. and everything, and just. To see how happy they were, even though it's hot and everything. Sure. How they just, like their love for outside and everything. It doesn't matter how hot it is or anything. Mm -hmm. They still want to play and how sweet they were to everybody that was there. And just like, you could tell they were happy and grateful that we came to hang out with them. And just, that really like touched my heart to just to hang out with the little kids. Well, and you think about like where they like the conditions that they're going to school in. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when I think about like shallow water high school, you know, or intermediary school or whatever, and then I think where those kids are going to school, I mean, it's a vast difference in the learning experiences and the resources. You know, the teachers have to like hand write the worksheets that they do. They have to hand write them out because they don't have a copy machine. Have to hand write them out for each student. I mean, it, it, was, it was pretty... Uh, that's just one small example of mm. the, you know, how they're operating without a lot of the resources that we have. And yet these kids are getting a really great education and they're smart and they're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I agree. It was, that was, that was an awesome day to experience that mm-hmm. too. Really was. Um, I also loved going to church the first Yes, day. with all their singing yeah. and dancing. Yeah, yeah, I want to dance incredible. in church now. <laughs> well, you go right ahead, girl. You're I, welcome. I was getting it. Let's go. <laughs> oh, let's yeah. go. So, uh, but, but, but yeah, that to me it was awesome. You know, it was a different church experience than what we obviously we just talked about how it was a different church experience, you know, than what we normally experience. But it was also their youth led service and so there were yes. kids y'all's age that were leading in the worship service. You know, they were 
praying and reading scripture and leading worship and leading Bible studies. And then, you know, and one person who wasn't that much older than y'all was preaching. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, uh, so that was really cool to see too. Uh, that, uh, that was a really exciting moving for me to witness all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. even though like the youth, when we were in like downstairs, with yeah, the, the Bible study in the yes. city school. Yeah. Yeah. They were all like really sweet to everybody. Mm. And it was, it was cool to see how, they would teach and yeah just how they talk about god yeah so i was kind of nervous that that would be like super awkward <laughs> for y'all <laughs> they were nervous yeah. oh yeah you could they tell. admitted it they were like i'm nervous i'm sorry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but they but y'all did a great job of being friendly and they did a great job of welcoming mm-hmm. you guys and i thought that was that was really cool too yes. so um awesome so what now that you're we're back from the trip you've had some time to kind of decompress you know what do you feel like is something that God really showed you, or how was God at work in your heart while we were on the trip? You know, what was God doing in you? So, let, how do you start this time since Ray started last time? Okay. Um, well, I'm not very, I, I'm not as patient as I'd like to be, but mm-hmm. after this trip, I felt like God really showed me how to just take a second and take, like, take 10 seconds and just breathe yeah. when, like, things aren't going exactly how I want them to and just how like not everything has to be on our time and it can it has to be on God's time right. for it to actually go the way it needs to and just the like patience is really what should or stood out to me and yeah. how like I've worked on it and just like complaining like everybody complains about something sure. and um just like how we can complain about so many things. Like Gary said, we can complain about the things that, is it what we can control? Yeah. Yeah, we complain about the things we can control, but we don't complain about the things we can't control. Like, I just think that we just, we complain about the things we can control when we really shouldn't. Yeah. Like we can just. Because we, because some of the things we think we can control, we can't control. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so complaining is kind of counterproductive in that yeah, way. Yeah. It doesn't really get us anywhere. It just yeah. makes it worse and more dreadful. Uh-huh. Like even in the heat, like we can complain about it being 110 degrees, but that's not going to make it colder. Right. There's not, it doesn't change anything. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, one of the, so I think I hear you saying you're talking about patience, but it sounds a lot like you're talking about trust too, like trusting yeah. God and being able to be like, you know, look, whatever my circumstances are right now, like I know you're doing something, Lord. And so mm-hmm. I just want to know, I just want to learn whatever it is you want me to learn. I want to experience whatever it is you want me to experience. The great thing about a mission trip is that you kind of have to do that. Right? Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to say, okay, God, I know you're doing something. Mm-hmm. I want to experience what you want me to experience right now. And so I'm just going to be open, you know. Say yes right. to whatever it is. Whatever happens, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever, when the schedule changes, when, you know what I mean, whatever it is, I'm just going to, I'm just going to trust you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. I like that. That's good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Rayleigh. I can't really explain very well. <laughs> no, that was good. You did a great job. What about you, really? How, how did you feel like the Lord was working on you? What did you feel like God was showing you about yourself, about himself? You know, what do you think? Well, the biggest thing for me while we were there is just all of the other mentors and, um, like, relationships I had with the other people who went on the yeah. trip. I mean, it's amazing how close we got to those people. And um, I started going to church by myself for a while. Um, My parents don't really get the urge to get up and go, which is okay. Um, They don't like to talk about their faith and anything Mm -hmm. like that. So just being around other people like their age, like 
who will teach me things and openly talk about it like it was huge for me. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And like uh, the three questions that we had to do, I was struggling with that for a while while we were there. Um, <laughs> and Anna Jackson was one of the uh, people there who really just helped me through it. And uh, she shared with me like how powerful like letting it go and giving it to God it really is. Mm-hmm. And so like, uh, I feel like just a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders while we were there. Um, it was like it became a lot easier uh, to let it go and give it to God. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I, the the three questions, for those of you listening, every person on our trip had to, had, to, had, to, had to spend some time telling the whole group the answers to these three questions. What's your first memory, <laughs> you know, or earliest memory? Uh, what's your what's the most significant event or thing that's happened in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and who's the most significant person, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that all three of them? Yes. Okay. So so those three things: the earliest memory, significant event, and significant person. We all had to answer those three questions, and it was really, it got real, man. It, yeah. got, it was emotional. You know, <laughs> people were sharing Very. stuff. It was really. <laughs> It was very, very cool. Very cool. I loved what you pointed out too, because you know it was really beautiful to me to see, like you know, for you, for example, you guys, you know, uh, hanging out and joking around with Bart and with Lindell, and you know, those are just great guys, amazing men. Yes. And and but y'all would never cross paths with them, even at our church, as you know, if it wasn't for that, like you wouldn't get to know them in that way. And so I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And and Lori and Tony Cotton. I mean, I, I hesitate to mention anybody because really everybody hung out and talked with yes. everybody. You know, so it really was very cool. But but it was awesome to see that. You know, these folks who kind of move in different circles in our church and in different places in their lives. But but we were all together there. We were all getting to know each other. And especially thing for you guys for the younger folks on the trip. You know. Being around those, like for me, hanging out with with Bart and and Sandy and Lindell, because I roomed with them the whole time. Mm-hmm. When, that's all I'm gonna say. Neither one of you bring it up there. <laughs> I know what you're thinking right now. So I did. I roomed with those three, and I slept with one of them. So I, so, so, Sandy, 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 and I didn't have to share a bed. But but hanging out with those three guys, though, like for me. That was super challenging and rewarding and fulfilling to me to be around these guys because of their their faith and their love of God was it, it's challenging for me you know mm-hmm. to want to be more like them and so so I can't imagine for for you guys to be around guys like that I, that it must have been super impactful as well so anyway that's probably my favorite thing too yeah. you mm-hmm. know anytime I get a chance to hang out with some of these people like all those folks on the trip you know it was awesome and then. For, for me to be around y'all too, you know, and just see what God's doing in your lives is just so encouraging to me and and moving and inspiring to me. I want to be better because I'm watching what God's doing in your life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I agree. That's That was my favorite thing too. So, okay. So now we're, we're about to wrap it up. Okay. You guys have done a great job. Great job. So, <laughs> but now let's just talk about like, what was the most fun? Uh, tell me, I, I want to, the thing you when you had the most fun on the trip and then like your favorite memory like the thing that you're gonna that when you think about this trip this thing's gonna pop into your head (laughs) that's a hard wait what was the first question what was the when did you have the most fun was the most fun thing or time or you know what i mean 
It was the whole trip. I, I know it's hard to narrow it down. It's hard. So just pick pick then pick a really fun thing and talk about it. You know, if you can't pick the most fun. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't even know. Okay, like I had a lot of fun at the work site, honestly. Yeah. Because I I love to do. I just love to work. I can't sit still. Sure. Like I just yeah. love to get up and do something. But when we were pouring concrete into the. Um, like pillars yeah Yeah. the pillars yeah when we were doing that even though it was so hot like it was so much fun just to like pick up the buckets and then throw them down and fill them back up it may not have been fun for everybody else but i liked (laughs) catching the buckets (laughs) yeah and we had yeah because you we you know we we had this process they were these these pillars that were the that were support pillars that ran the whole you know height of the house so they're like they're like you know eight feet tall nine feet tall you know pillars of concrete so we had the frames built out with rebar and we had to like fill buckets with concrete and then pour them in there you know uh, into the frames you know and so the concrete would form into the pillars you know so it was hard work Mm -hmm. man because mixing the concrete and then you're lifting the buckets up and you're pouring them in there and And then you catch them (laughs) yeah and then you throw the empty buckets down and you fill up more buckets and so we have we got a wheelbarrow we're pouring we're pouring the concrete into a wheelbarrow we're taking it over there and then shoveling the concrete into buckets and then hand passing them up, you know. Yeah. So it was really, it was, it was hard work. But it was fun because we we're all doing it together, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Rayleigh? If you haven't thought of something yet, I'll tell mine. And, well, <laughs> you, you go ahead. Think. Okay. So I loved the cave tubing. Oh, my gosh, okay? yes. So I, I, I didn't had, even think about that. There were so many really <laughs> fun things that we did, really awesome, fun things. But the cave tubing, like we we rode inner tubes on a river mm-hmm. that ran through several caves, mm-hmm. and it was beautiful, spectacular. Like every part of that journey was like a scene from Jurassic Park or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was Dinosaur. really it was really incredible because that was the jungle. We did see some monkeys that day. I mean that was that was like we were in you know in the jungle on a river going through caves. Mm-hmm. So that was really spectacular, and the water was so cold and mm-hmm. cool and we and yes. after all of the <laughs> hot and the heat you know that was nice to <laughs> to get in that water but jumping off of that rock that eight, yes. eight we jumped off of this rock that's eight feet above the water and we jumped into the water inside the cave you know and it was that was super amazing yeah you know connecting with that i don't think i will ever forget bart's front flip off of that yeah. rock <laughs> That surprised that me okay. <laughs> so much that's right so let me just say those of you that bart greer Bart Greer did a front flip off of a rock eight feet into the water inside the cave, and it was a thing of beauty. Yes. Yeah. Like surrounded by like eight other kids. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I, who didn't. That's right. I did not. I didn't front I couldn't. flip off of there. Bart did, though. I'd hit my head. Yeah. That was impressive. That's good. That's a good memory. So what, what fun thing? What stood out to you? Fun thing. Fun thing. Yeah. I would have to say... Honestly, the van rides everywhere yeah. and the boat rides, like just being that close with people. Mm-hmm. And um, some of the van rides, people were telling their three questions, and some of them, people were just like, "Hey at fi- cow!" At five, yeah. <laughs> hey cow! At five thirty in the morning, everybody's just like, "Oh, good morning!" Like we're gonna have a great day today, and um, they're just sharing like the lessons they've learned in the past yeah. with us, and um, like just that's the times where we got to know them most, and like on the boat rides and. Um, we were all like just everybody was easy to talk to everybody yeah. was yeah. easy to get along with and so like just having those moments and those little lessons i think were some of the most thing, fun things i think it's so cool yeah because 
because you know we had to take these water taxis to a couple places so we're like we're literally in a boat and we're driving out to some place you know uh, on these waterways through this you know man mandrake forest and it was it was pretty amazing yeah. so but but uh but yeah so all these times when you're so I, I let me say this i think too for for you guys too like you 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 have this you know people your age have come up through this time where Y'all had to, y'all spent a significant amount of time where you were, when you're supposed to be like hanging out with people and in school and everything else, right? You're locked inside your house. You know what I mean? Not interacting with anybody, right? This kind of, and so that so it's normally for teenagers, when you get people from different stripes, different places, and you know the, people don't mix real well. You know, teenagers. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is normally. Well, after COVID stuff, it's even crazier like that. You know what I mean? People. It's harder for people to kind of get along and get to know each other and hang out with each other and talk those kind of social skills. So I agree with you. Like the those times where we were hanging out in the van, the fact that it was easy, mm-hmm. you know, to even talk to while everybody. we're hot and sticky yeah, and yeah, gross, yeah. it yeah. was still like right. fun. Like, yeah, it's, it's hard to describe. It's probably unbelievable, to, but yeah, you don't we have to believe what people like. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. No, no, no. I, go ahead and say what you're gonna say. You don't. You don't have to worry about people like judging you for. Yeah. Saying like whatever you want to yeah. say, they're not just like, oh, I don't want to listen to her. Like, yeah. You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff with the people that we are hanging out with. Right. Yeah. And it, you know, we're we're and we're all we're all hanging out together and getting to know each other, and it was really that was really fun. That was a really beautiful part of the, the whole thing. So. It was really awesome. We got to do some fun things too, you know, the cave tubing, and snorkeling. we got to, we went snorkeling, which was amazing. That was a lot of fun. Um, so we did get to do some some fun things, but those relationship times, you know, with the with the people in Belize, with the kids at the orphanage, with the kids at the school, with the people at the church, you know, at the churches we went to, like, the, and then with our team, mm-hmm. those are really awesome times. Yes, yeah, really awesome times. So if there's a, there's somebody who's listening to this podcast, ladies. Who uh, has 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 thought about? Well, maybe one day I would like to go on a mission trip. Right? Definitely but they, go. <laughs> but yeah. So so tell them why you believe that they should go on a mission trip the first time they get a chance. Like what what are the reasons why? Do it. Okay. Um, I just think the reason you should go is just because you can't. I mean, you can get an experience. You can get an experience from God everywhere. He's sure. he's everywhere. But. Right. On mission trips, you go to a different country or a different what state. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, a different <laughs> you, place. Yeah, a place where you're not comfortable. Yeah, unfamiliar. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and he puts you in a place where you're, like you said, not comfortable, and you, like, you're not used to what's around you, and just how he can show you the way to help other people. Right. Is it's incredible. Like you. You can get that back at home, but it's different when you're not comfortable. Yes. Like how he moves you and how he shows you towards other people mm-hmm. and how to help them and not just thinking about yourself all the time. Yes. Because I feel like when we're here, like when we're at home, we're thinking about ourselves or what we can do to better ourselves. But sometimes we just need to think about like, what can we do to help others? How yeah. can we help pray for others and move in their lives and be the light for them? Yeah. And I just, I think that you can really get that on a mission trip more yeah. than you can mm-hmm. at home yeah. because when you're at home you're around people like me and really hang out every day like yes <laughs> we hang out with just each other <laughs> yeah yeah but like when you're in belize you hang out with people that you've never met before you've never and you don't even know if they speak your language like yeah. some of those people spoke only spanish or only what was it creole, creole. Yeah. yeah and 
just even a smile like it helped you you could tell it showed joy in their life yeah just to smile or wave at somebody right and how happy they became yeah 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 that's good yeah, getting out of our comfort zone. I love what you said, though, because this is really wise, the profound thing that <laughs> Ooh, you said. I'm wise. <laughs> but, but like, in our normal lives, when we're operating in our normal lives, it is super easy for us to kind of to kind of operate in a self-centered way. Yes. You know, like it's easy when we're just going through our normal lives to imagine ourselves as the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. And so what's great about a, a, a trip that kind of gets you out of your comfort zone is you realize, I'm not. Oh, my gosh, I'm not the center of the universe, right? there. Yeah other people halfway around the world and here are their issues and here's what they're struggling with and here's how we're the same and here's how we're different. You know, it really does. And, and, and you can see ways, you can see how rewarding and how beautiful it is to give yourself away on behalf of someone else, you know, mm-hmm. to just serve someone else selflessly. You're right. That's, that's good. That's good. Rayleigh, what about you? What, why should a person go on a mission trip? I feel like if you're given the opportunity, um, like just being there will undoubtedly grow your faith in Mm. like your knowledge of God because not only have the people around you or the new people in the culture but just like seeing and like I don't know how to describe it gaining knowledge from everyone around you to add to add to your own faith yeah is just an incredible opportunity because you can't get that like Mm -hmm. even in your church I feel like I mean you can start a group and you can get other people's perspectives and everything but being there like out of your comfort zone it's just a totally new way to grow your own personal faith and to like like i said those little lessons that you get from other people and things that they've learned or verses they've memorized yeah 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 uh, how that affects you in your life when you come home right um and just like what you can do for other people when you get home or Mm -hmm. the people you love and your impact everywhere. Yeah. And how can I, how can I, you know, have, how can I have these kinds of relationships that we started, that we formed, you know, while we were on this trip? How can I, how can I build community like that, you know, where I am, you know, in my church, in my town, in my school, you know, those are, it really does challenge you to think about all that stuff. That's good. For me too, uh, I think you, I think mission trips, the good thing about mission trips is that they really, they teach you to serve, which you guys have already talked about, which I think is important and we don't do it enough, Mm -hmm. you know? So the other thing is they really teach you to trust God, you Mm -hmm. know, because there's, you're, you're not in control of anything, you know, of the situation of the schedule of, you know, what's going to happen. And so you just kind of have to release all that to the Lord. And, and it's amazing how freeing that is, you know, when you, if you've never really experienced that, if you if you just have a time where you're just like, Lord, I trust you. What you want to happen today is going to happen. I'm just going to, I'm just going to like, um, I'm just going to look for it. You know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to look for what it is that you're doing. And when, when you put yourself in that kind of position, it's amazing what God does, Mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, and I think you learn that, you know, especially on a mission trip Mm -hmm. because, because it's all different. It's you're out of your comfort zone and, and you have no control over what's going to happen. You just kind of have to, kind of have to trust God Mm -hmm. so anyway which is how we ought to live our lives all the time you know but uh, but it's a good reminder of that when we do something like that so man ladies fantastic job (laughs) fantastic job so to end our podcast today uh, Bart Greer made a very specific (laughs) request for us on the podcast today Uh, somehow we all got in the habit of 
of, of we, we got talking in the habit of, in an accent. Of speaking in a British <laughs> accent. It is merely cause your teeth to protrude out of your mouth in this manner. <laughs> Sounds like Sandy. Yes, and then and then once you do that, then you can speak in a British accent. And so and so we did that a bit on the trip, and so we wanted to give you all a taste of it, uh, as it were. As it were. Fish and chips. <laughs> fish and chips. <laughs> I just wanted to say fish and chips. So uh, but anyway, yeah, we, we won't do that anymore because that's super annoying. Yes. But really, I don't think we heard you speaking no. that. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Yes. What am I going to do about yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> nicely Forbot. done. Forbot only. Forbot. Yes, nicely done, you guys. That's great. So uh, thank you. Thank you, all of you, for joining us on the podcast. Yes, we thank you, you. We hope you enjoyed uh, <laughs> hearing about Belize. We hope it's inspired you to go on a mission trip in the near future with our church. Make sure you tune in <laughs> to our next, <laughs> next week's podcast where two other folks will join me to discuss our mission trip and to give you a report from it as you can tell we had an Im- we had an immeasurably good time together unbelievable an unbelievably good time no together. cap <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us full circle so thank you once again for joining us uh, join us again next week and until then we will see you around town Thanks for tuning in to First Things First. We want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water. You can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas. Our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m. Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then... We'll see you around town.